It gives us access that we might join our stories together during the Advent season, that we might be able to have some memories built as we come together and talk about the goodness of the Lord. Welcome to Wesley Amy Zion Church, where we are working the vineyard through faith, worship, witness, and service. This Sunday started the Advent season. Stop for a moment and think about the different Advent seasons that you've gone through. What have they produced in your life? Well, today, Pastor Jones will share with us some of the things that Advent produces in our lives. So let's go into the message. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Reverend Starnes, for that selection. Amen. To Bishop Darrell B. Starnes, Sr., to his lovely missionary supervisor, Sister Camille Starnes, to Reverend Wanda Cutperson, to Reverend Alicia Starnes, to Sister Taisha Cutperson, and to all of the family and friends and the officers and members of the Wesley AME Zion Church. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, who is the Christ. Amen. Amen. Our scripture text this morning is taken from the Gospel of Luke chapter 2. That's the Gospel of Luke chapter 2. And I want to lift up the 16th through the 20th verse. That's the 16th through the 20th verse. And it reads, They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Amen. I want to share today from the subject of Advent, a season of connections. And for a subtopic, Advent produces a spirit of connection. Advent produces a spirit of connection. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for this time that we now share in your word and in your presence and in your power. I pray, Father, for your, your glory to overshadow us. I pray now, God, for your will to be done in this moment. I pray, Father, that you would anoint me afresh and use me for your will and your glory. I ask now, God, that you would come in all of your power. Fill me, God. Use me, Father. And I pray, God, that you would open our ears and help us to listen. Open our eyes, for we want to see Jesus. Then open our hearts that we might receive him. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Blessed Holy Ghost, Amen. Amen. A season of connections. The Christian season, uh, the Christmas season is upon us. We have come to the time of year where there are a little more love in the air. There's a few, smile, few more smiles on people's faces. It's that time of year where everything seems a little different. The air is filled with different sounds and smells and that bring back memories. The music seems to capable of taming the, the meanest soul and, and warming the coldest heart. It's Christmas time. It's the time of year where the church begins to shift its focus. See, in the church, we know this as the season of 
Advent. Yes, the season of Advent is the preparation and celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ and the preparation for his second coming. See, Advent is more than just a season of celebration. It produces moments of, of connecting with humanity and divinity. Yes, Advent is more than just about us celebrating the coming of Jesus Christ as a, a baby in the manger. It's more than just us celebrating the fact that he will return once again. It is also about connecting humanity with divinity. One of the first things that I want to see out of our text is this. Advent produces movement. If you notice in verse 16, it said they hurried to the village and they found Mary and Joseph and there was the babe lying in the manger. They connected through a divine guided movement. Yes, God guided these shepherds to go and see the baby Jesus. It was through this divinely guided movement that they found themselves going toward the savior of the world. As we move throughout this Advent season, we seem to move under the influence of a different spirit. Yes, we move differently during Advent than we do during the rest of the year. Maybe you can feel it now. Maybe you see there's a, a new feeling in you as an individual that helps you to move differently through the world than you've moved any other time during the year. Advent has a way of doing that to us. It, it changes how we feel. It changes the spirit within us. Yes, we have the Holy Spirit in us, and it seems like we have that deeper connection to the Holy Spirit during the Advent season that allows us to be led and guided by the Spirit of God to be moved in different directions. And see, much of the movement during the Advent season is to bring joy into someone else's life. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, we do a lot of movement during the Advent season to bring joy into somebody else's life. Well, how can you say that, Jones? For those of us who find ourselves going to a store this time of year, we're moving in order to bring joy into somebody's life. We're moving to a store. We're moving through that store in order to find the right gift, the perfect gift to bring and give to our loved ones on Christmas Day in order to bring some joy in their lives. So we understand that the movement that we undertake during this time of year is centered around bringing joy into somebody else's life. And see, as we bring that joy into our life, and as we move through this Advent season, we're not just looking for material things. We're not just looking for things that will connect us materialistically. But I pray that as you move through the Advent season, that you're looking for the moments to connect with God. Oh, thank you, God. That's what Advent is really about, is us finding moments that we can connect with God. Moments that we can really connect with God, that we might have a real feeling and a real understanding of what Advent is all about. It's about us coming in connection with a holy God. Yes, we bring our sinful lives into connection with a holy God. And we come because he sent us the most precious gift that he could ever send, his son, Jesus Christ. And as he sent his son, Jesus Christ, down to this earth so long ago, and he found himself there in a manger because they could not find room for him in the end. Yes, he found himself among the animals of this world. He found himself among the low degree of people in this world. He found himself there in a manger, surrounded by those whom God had chosen to witness the birth of a Savior. 
But it's all because of the season that we call Advent that we find out that Advent produces movement in our lives. So as you move through the world, don't just look for materialistic things. Look to see the movement of God in the world that you're in. Look to see the connection that you can find with God during this Advent season. I believe if we look for connections with God more than we are looking for materialistic things, we will find ourselves experiencing a more joyous Advent season this year. It's kind of difficult for us to move freely this year. It's kind of difficult for us to really connect through movement this year, but we can connect with God anytime. We can connect with God in ways that we've never connected before. And as we see right now, many of our churches have learned to connect virtually. We've learned to connect with each other virtually. Yes, we may not be in the same location, but we can connect still. We can connect and still see each other's faces. We can connect and hear each other's voices. We can connect and still know that there is a God that is moving in each of our lives, helping us to understand and know that God is still on the throne and that God is still moving and that God is still showing us the real meaning of Advent. Yes, as we go through this Advent season, look for the movement that God is leading you in. Look for the divine guided movements of life that God is leading you to. And look to connect with God. The next thing that I want us to see and understand out of our text is this. Advent produces proclamation. When we look at verses 17 through 18, we see that after seeing the baby Jesus, the shepherds are told, go around and they tell everyone who will listen what has happened. And not only do they tell what had happened to them, what they experienced, they also shared the message that the angel had given them. They shared with whoever would listen. And it says that as they told their story, it began to amaze all of those who heard it. It said that people were astonished to hear what the shepherds had to say. When I look at the text, I understand that God used what we would consider the undesirable. Yes, in that day, the shepherds were the lowest degree of occupation. In that day, the shepherds were looked down upon. Oh, hallelujah. What a connection to our Sunday school lesson this morning. God used those who were disconnected. God used those who were looked down upon by society to share and spread the gospel message. He looked down upon those to go and tell the world that the Savior had come. See, those who have a personal encounter with Christ are moved to spread the message of Christ. As we as believers have had a personal encounter with Christ, each of us has had a personal encounter with our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. It ought to compel us to go out and share the message of Christ. Yes, these shepherds, because of their experience, because God had moved them to go and see a child, to go and see this baby that would be born into the world, to go and see the baby Christ that was born to Mary and Joseph. And as they went on this divine movement assignment, they found themselves experiencing our Savior. And because of that experience, it moved them to spread the message of Christ. See, they are compelled to share the message of his presence. They went out and they told the world that he is here, that the baby Jesus is here. They went and told the world there is one who is born that is not like any other. There is one who is born that is not like any child that we've ever seen before. 
There was one who was born that the earth began to declare his presence. There was one who was born that the animals there witnessed and declared the presence of this special child. Yes, the message of the, the shepherds were to declare the message of Jesus Christ's presence in the world. It's our job as believers also is to go out and share and tell the world that Christ is here. To go out and tell the world that a Savior has come. And what better time than during the Advent season to go out and tell the world that the Savior is here and that the Savior has come and he's came to save our sin-sick souls. But not only did they go out to tell that his presence was here, they went also out to tell the, the message that the angels had given them. Yes, they went out to share the good news. Yes, as they went out to share the good news that the angels had shared with them. Yes, they shared the good news and that, that's great joy that can come from sharing the good news. Not only did they share the good news, but they shared the message of redemption and hope. Yes, when they shared this message of redemption and hope, it says that the angels told them a savior has come. Yes, a savior has come. See, the Jews expected God to send a special deliverer. He, they expected God to send them someone who was going to save them from the oppression that they were facing. Little did they know that God was now on the scene sending his son, Jesus Christ. Sending his son into the world to deal with all of their trouble. Sending his son into the world to deal with the main trouble that they had. And that was the trouble of sin. He sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, into the world that the world might have a savior. And as he sent his son into the world that he might be the savior for all of humanity, what we realize is that he was that coming Messiah. Yes, the Messiah is here is what they declared. The Messiah is now among us. We no longer need to wait for his coming. He is here. The presence of the Messiah is here. The presence of the savior is here. Yes, the anointed one has come. The chosen one of God is here. These shepherds went forth and they told this message of the Messiah being present. They told the message of the Savior coming into the world. They told the message of the chosen one coming into the world. But not only that, but they said, the Lord is here. Hallelujah. The Lord, yes, translated Yahweh. And what this is saying is, is this baby Jesus that is there in the manger was God himself. He was here with all authority in his hand. He was here with all power under heaven. Yes, this baby Jesus came into the world that he might be the savior of the world. And he came in the form of a baby, but he was all God. Yes, he was God himself come into the world. This wasn't just a proclamation, a message with the with nothing else behind it but this was a proclamation with power behind it it was a proclamation with God behind it yes this was a proclamation with a promise behind it see the promised Savior has come yes the promised Savior God himself is here in the flesh yet the promised Savior God has sent into the world see the good news the message of Christ has come and yes the good news is that we too can have this Savior that we too can have our soul saved that we too can have a Savior that will transform our lives. The gospel message has been preached at that day when the shepherds went out to tell everyone who would hear what the angels had shared with them, that the good news is the presence of the Lord is here. The good news is the Savior has come. The good news is he's here to save our soul. The good news is that we have a Savior, that if we come unto him 
and give our lives unto him that he will save us from all of our sin. The good news is here, but don't just think that I'm still talking about thousands of years ago. The good news is here for us today. A savior has come for us today. The savior has already come. All we have to do is call upon that name. Call upon the name of Jesus. Call upon the anointed one. Call upon the chosen one. Call upon the one which the gospel message is about. Call upon the one that can save your soul. Call upon the one that God has chosen and him alone has been chosen to save us from our sins. Yes, the, the gospel message produces movement. It produces proclamation. But also the gospel message, the Advent season, it produces joy. Yes, the Advent season produces joy. When we look at the text, it says that the shepherds, when they left, they, that Mary says she pondered these things in her heart. She kept these things in her heart and, and she thought about them often. Some translations say pondered when she thought about the things that she had experienced. Imagine Mary as a mother giving birth to this special child. And all that she's gone through before that, all of the messages that she's received before that, that this is going to be God's son, that this baby will save the world. And now this child has come. And as she experiences holding Jesus in her arms for the first time, she begins to think about all of the words that have been said surrounding her son. Every message that she's taken in, and now she's experiencing the baby Jesus. Now she's experiencing the savior of the world. Now she understands and she knows that this is a special thing that God has done. And that she's thought about them in her heart. But while Mary's thinking about these and pondering these in her heart, the shepherds are going out and they're telling everybody who were here and they're celebrating and they're glorifying and praising God. And everyone who heard what they had to say were amazed that what these shepherds were talking about. But this helps me to understand that lasting memories are produced during Advent season. Yes, many families gather together during the Advent season and memories are made. Lasting memories are made. I still remember the red jukebox that we had when we lived in a little space over here in Charlotte called Double Oaks. That red jukebox, it lit up and, and we put our little 12 inch and our little 33 records on there and we played our records over and over. We didn't have many records, but we played those records over and over. That jukebox sat there for a while. I don't even remember when that jukebox disappeared, but I remember that jukebox. I remember every year that my mother would pull out that box from the closet and, and we would take the color-coded levels and put together our Christmas tree. Amen. Which I don't think she wound up getting rid of till I was probably in adulthood, but it caused memories because of the Advent season. But the reason that we had the red jukebox, the reason that we were putting that tree together, all centered around the celebration of the Advent season. It all centered around the celebration of a savior coming into the world. And as we ponder the memories of the past, as we ponder the memories of past Advents, we began to feel a sense of joy. You know, every time I think about those early Christmases, every, every time I think about my childhood Christmases, it, it brings about a sense of joy. Every time I remember some of the gifts that I longed for and I got, it brings about a sense of joy. 
But since I've become an adult, and since I've, I've gotten a relationship with Jesus Christ, I now ponder back on the day that he came into the world and I realized that I got the most precious gift of all. I got the precious gift of salvation. I got the most precious gift that I could ever receive and it couldn't come from human hands, but this special and precious gift came from divine hands. It came from the hand of Almighty God. And because I've gotten this special gift now, I have the special memories now about Advent season. And every Advent keeps adding on more and more special memories to the Advent season. And so I got more memories to pull on as the years go by, but it just brings more joy into my life because I've got something to really shout about. I've got something to really be thankful for. I've got something to real, really have joy over. And that is the salvation that God brought into my life. See, when we think about all of the activity of the Advent season, we should be moved to the point of praise. Yes, we should be moved to the point of praise when we think about the activity that surrounds the Advent season. See, the world has experienced the glory of God. When Jesus came into the world, he was shining his glory into the world. He let his glory live amongst us for 33 years. And as his glory lived amongst us for 33 years, the people got to experience his glory. Well, I didn't live back then, Jones. I, I didn't get to see the Savior back then like, like they did. Oh, but you can feel him right now. You can feel him inside of you. You can feel the glory of the Lord when you really begin to ponder and reflect on Advent. When you really begin to ponder and reflect on the true meaning of the Advent season, that Christ came into the world. He didn't just come to be coming, but he came that he might save humanity. He came that he might save that whosoever will call upon his name. And because I think about that experience that God's glory came into the world. It begins to bring joy into my life because the joy we experience is enough to produce praise. Oh, hallelujah. Praise should begin to well up on the inside of us when we think about the Savior coming into the world. Praise should begin to well up on the inside of us when we think about just how good God has been to us. When I think about the goodness of the Lord and I think about what he's done for me, it says my soul cries out, hallelujah, because God has been my good but it's all because one day a babe was born into the world it all happened because one day Jesus Christ came into the world we praise him oh God for what we have heard yes when I heard the gospel message I give God praise for somebody preaching the gospel in such a way that it touched my heart I praise God for that gospel message hitting my heart and penetrating and bringing me to that point of salvation I praise God for the messenger who gave that gospel message I praise God for what I have seen. I've seen a transformation not only in my life, but I've seen a transformation in the lives of others who have accepted the gospel message. I'm thankful for this Advent season. And as I began to think and reflect on how God has moved during the Advent season and how God has continued to move from every Advent season from one to the next and how he continues to help us build memories and how he keeps sending us out on divine movements through the Advent season and how he gives us chances to promote and proclaim the gospel message of Jesus Christ. It's just something about the Advent season that just makes people's hearts a little more open to receive and hear the gospel message. It's just something about the Advent season that makes us feel good on the inside. It's just something about the Advent season that brings joy into our lives. It's just something about the Advent season that makes me want to praise God for all that he's done for me. It's just something about the Advent season. 
But as I heard somebody say this morning, Advent ought to be every day. Every day ought to be a moment of Advent in our life. Every day we ought to give praise and glory to God for sending his glorious son our way. Every day we ought to celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Every day we ought to give his name praise and glory. Every day we ought to share and explain to somebody else about the goodness of the Lord. Every day we ought to proclaim the gospel message. Every day we ought to just say thank you God for what you've allowed me to see and what you've allowed me to hear. And when we think about it, it said that they also gave God praise for the truth that they had heard. Oh yeah, the truth that they experienced from God. Yes, the truth that his message is true. The truth that his message had come forth now just as he said. The truth that all of the prophets had proclaimed the coming of the Messiah is now at hand. And yes, because of that truth, these messengers, these, these shepherds can go out and tell the world that Jesus Christ is here. Yes, the presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. Won't you give him glory? Won't you give him praise? Won't you shout to his name? Because the presence of the Lord is here. And I'm here to tell you today that this Zoom call right now is an example of how God has used the Advent season. Oh, hallelujah. If you think about it for a minute, God has allowed you to be admitted because of the desire for you to want to connect. Think about it. When you wanted to connect with God, he said, all you got to do is have a desire. All you got to do is have a desire to flee the wrath that is to come. And I will open the door for you. Just like the admin has to give you the access code. The access code is Jesus. You can't come by any other name. You can't come any other way unless you're a thief and a robber. You got to come through Jesus Christ. You can try any other access code, but you won't be able to get in. You can try all the access codes you want, but if you don't have the right one, you won't be able to get in on the Zoom call. Thank you, God. And as I began to look, the access, the also the administration has to open the door to give you access. You might have the right code, and you might have the right name, but you don't get in, hallelujah, unless the admin opens the door and lets you in. And I'm so glad that when Jesus Christ died on that cross at Calvary, hallelujah, it said the curtain was torn from top to bottom, and because the veil was rent from top to bottom, it opened the door for you and for me. At that moment, God was opening the door. He was giving us access, access granted. You didn't have to worry anymore. All you had to do was call upon the right access name, and that name is Jesus, and the door was open to you. And because the door was open to you, it gives you access and connection to the word. Just like when you access the Zoom, it gives you access to connection to so you can get connection with the word. It gives you access and connection to fellowship with the saints. It gives you access and connection that you might praise God along with the saints. It gives you access and connection that you might also be able to get in on the word of God that's being shared and proclaimed and that we might learn to praise God together. It gives us access that we might join our stories together during the Advent season that we might be able to have some memories built as we come together and talk about the goodness of the Lord. It gives us access to go out and move under the divine hand of Almighty God that as we move through the world, we can tell others about the goodness of the Lord. And as we move through the world, we're looking to bring joy into somebody's life. And as we go out bringing joy into somebody else's life, it'll wind up bubbling up on the inside of us and we'll begin to give God praise. We'll begin to give God glory. We'll begin to shout right where we are because we know just how good God has been. Yes, it's all about the coming of a Savior. It's all about the coming to deal with the sins of humanity. It's all about us understanding and recognizing why he came. It's all about us understanding and knowing that he came just for you. He came just for me. He came that he might save us from a life of sin. And because he saved us, we ought to
ought to give him glory. Because he saved us, we ought to give him praise. Because he saved us, we ought to tell somebody else just how good he is. We ought to tell somebody else that the Savior is here. We ought to tell somebody else that he can save your soul. We give him the access code. His name is Jesus. And if you call upon his holy name, he will bring you into the kingdom. He will give you access because access has already been granted. And when you get access to his glorious kingdom, tell somebody to shout with joy. Tell somebody that you might be able to give praise and glory and honor to the only and holy righteous name of our Savior, Jesus, who is the Christ. Thank you for tuning in today. We pray that this message was a blessing to you. If it was, drop us an email at wesleyonmain at yahoo.com. That's wesleyonmain at yahoo.com to let us know how this message has touched your life. Until next time, God bless.